Hi, everybody, and welcome to Nomadic Diaries. My name is Doreen Cumberford, and I would like to introduce my show host for the day. And this is the incredible Sharon Fields. Say hi. Hi, everyone. Hi, Doreen. And so this particular uh, conversation today is designed with the intention to introduce you to Sharon. We are participating in something called NAPOD Promo, which is a National Podcasters Promotion Month. And this means that uh, we have taken on the challenge of producing one podcast every single day for 30 days in November. However, what we failed to do was to introduce ourselves at the beginning, and we're now halfway through the month. So better late than never, <laughs> we're going to, I'm going to um, introduce my uh, co-host and ask her some questions about her life story so you can find out uh, more about her and her motivations, her journey, her life journey, her motivations, and what she's anticipating with this podcast. So thank you, Sharon, for being on the hot seat today. I'm very excited. Always want to share the stories with everyone. That's great. You're so generous and so giving. And um, I think that that is, uh, will be a benefit to all of our listeners as we go through some of these uh, questions, questions today. Tell us a little bit about your mini life story. Okay, so I grew up in the state of Alabama in U in the USA, moved to Dallas um, in 1979 when Dallas was really growing and the hot spot to be. Uh, started working for attorneys and uh, just went on from there. Uh, started going to paralegal school at night. Um, lost, had a marriage dissolve. <laughs> and so then I moved down to the hill country of Texas and was living in the small town life, married again, had a child, had the most perfect son that anyone could ever have. So I only had one. Um, then uh, just kept in the legal profession, you know, sit, uh, city attorney, county judge, uh, independent attorney who had her ranch next to the Lyndon Baines Johnson ranch in out in Stonewall, Texas, living the life, um, then had yet another divorce. So that, yes, that's two under my belt. And then, uh, I had forgotten this about you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so we all have stories to tell, some that we don't want to tell all the time, but I'm just giving the highlights. Uh, went, Let's see, went through the divorce, was a single mom, then went to work in the financial industry. Uh, it was a corporate, uh, com um, corporate uh, investment company there in uh, Fredericksburg, Texas, remarried, finally found the love of my life, my best friend. We were married. He was great dad to my son. And then he got cancer in unexpected, very rare form of cancer. So How long were you married for? Um, we were married 14 years and together 16 years. Mm. 
Um, like gives us a, like an idea gives us yeah. an idea of sort of the pace of that right and so you had been through this professional training working um mostly in the legal profession and then you segued into the financial pr- um part and right. so what was it that led you into your nomadic journey well when my husband passed away after a two-year bout with the cancer Um, My son was grown and gone, and I realized that I was, you know, at a point where I could start over in life. And you go through a lot of um, thinking, what do I really want to do? What would I really enjoy doing? How can I make this happen? And I uh, started Googling, you know, (laughs) and found house and pet sitting. So I started, I thought, oh, that's brilliant. I'm, I like to take care of people. I like to take care of things. I'm, you know, very task oriented. And I uh, started house sitting locally in Fredericksburg, Texas. And what year was this, please? Just oh, gosh. Uh, 2011, 2012, okay. 2012. About 12 years ago. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh Realized that the more I did it, the more I liked it. So I applied for a house sit in the United Kingdom in England. And that was my first international house sit. How fun. Yes, yes. Loved it. Loved it. Found a community of support within the house sitting, other house sitters. And that really is so important to have support and friends no matter where you are in the world and what you're doing absolutely and 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 building building community finding your tribe especially when you're a single woman and you are on a nomadic journey so you started house you started your pet sitting journey overseas in england and how many years did you spend gone on your pet sitting journey well, I've I've now completed 11 years full time and the past three years here in San Miguel de Allende, Mexico, which where, is where we're recording from. Yes, yes. <laughs> and where Doreen and I became very good friends and started brainstorming of ideas that we would like to pursue in our third chapter that's correct. I think we actually talked about starting a podcast in November or December, and I don't know why I had so much resistance for so long. <laughs> because <laughs> like most podcasters, I think I'm really glad that I started. Are you glad you started? I am. I am. You know, I'm one of these, it sounds like a I- great idea. Let's do it. And <laughs> And so we kind of jumped into it. And then we found that there's quite a lot to it. Yeah, we're learning and growing. And, and um, so you did this, you did this pet sitting and house sitting journey. Um, all was it in Europe? Before we get a little ahead of where you did you go beyond Europe? Where else did you go? Um, mostly in Europe? Yeah, mostly Europe. Okay. Yeah. And I, so I was, then- I have to say I was headed to Asia when COVID hit. Oh, yes. And that uh, detoured me. Yeah, that detoured yes. me to Mexico. Yes, yes. Ah, that was that was quite the year that was. And so 
you have been on this journey for so long and now you've started a brand new journey in your third chapter. Um, tell us about how it feels to be starting a different kind of journey um, and how it feels to be challenged so much. You know, I'm enjoying it. I think it's fantastic. I It makes me feel younger. Um, just this week, I have moved into my own apartment here in San Miguel. So I'm not going to be doing as much house sitting. I'm sure I will still want to do some, you know, with the pets. I'm, sure. I'm, I will miss them. I will miss them. But it it's so exciting to start doing a podcast with you at this point in our lives, to be learning new things, to staying up with the new trends and the, um, and, and just starting all over again. It's, it's so fantastic that we can have a lot of different phases in our one lifetime. Yes, it is, isn't it? And I like the idea of using the terminology third chapter because as a writer, of course, when you write a chapter, it's mm. a complete entity in its own. And then when you turn that last page and you have a blank page, then there's like a new sense of creativity that has to flow in order to start the next chapter. So are you feeling like this is a, a more creative time in your life? Well, I hope so. I hope so. I've never been a very creative person, not like you and your writing and your, you know, so I, I'm hoping maybe my creativity is in the technology in the um, behind the scenes technology of the podcast. Oh, absolutely. I think that creativity, um, creativity actually emerges even in our just our use of technology it's like how we use technology can be creative and the fact that we're using you know you're using different um, platforms different things I think that that is it's really important to our aged brains to be doing my aged brain to be doing to be doing this well so, and I like the I really like the term rewiring yes know, you rewire yeah. that think that old way of thinking that you reach a certain age and you can't do anything. Well, that's not true. You know, exactly. You just want to do different things. Yes. Yes. And, and they're not bad or, or good. They're just different. It's not more or less or down or up. It's just different. And I think owning that process is, is a great sense. And at least trying, just try. Yes. yes. You know? <laughs> So tell us about your relationship with the city of San Miguel and um, how that is going. Well, I think it's um, going quite well. You know, you hear the term that San Miguel is a magical city. And what does that really mean? You know, I think maybe everybody has a different experience. Mm -hmm. It's certainly a beautiful, historic, colonial Mexican town. Mm -hmm. There um there are comfort levels here because there are a lot of expats. Yes. But there are also a lot of uh, choices and experiences that everyone can have. There's a lot of opportunities in the arts, in the um, outdoors lifestyle. So it's a, uh, 
you know, I, I, I think there's that comfort level, you know, I got yes. here and I was comfortable. Yes. Um, but- I, it, it's like I was reading about uh, in one of the authors whom we have interviewed and will be um, publishing next month. Her name is Rachel Kaysen. Uh-huh. And she was talking about um, the chameleonness that we have. I mean, we're different. You're probably different when you're back home in uh, Texas. And I certainly feel very different when I'm back home in uh, Scotland. And so we all have that level of chameleonness. But if when a chameleon um, is angry or unhappy in his environment, he turns black. Mm. It turns dark gray or black. And when we are in an environment that we love, we tend to be all glowy and colorful. And, you know, do I want to be turquoise? Do I want to be green today? That sort of thing. And I kind of get the sense that you and I both have had that experience here in San Miguel. Well, it's a colorful city, that's for sure. (laughs) And, you know, I remember telling my mom the first time, she said, it seems that you're, it seems like you're very happy there. And I said, you know, when you go out in the morning and the sun is shining and all the flowers are blooming year round uh, and the weather is, is practically the same year round and people that you don't know say buenos dias or good morning to you, how yeah. do you not be happy? <laughs> Yes. How do yes. you not enjoy something like that? Yeah, it's it's a very welcoming experience. It is to live here, to live here. So, um, well, I, for one, I'm very glad that we met here and that we've started this um, enterprise called Nomadic Diaries. And um, I know that we each have a vision for where this podcast will will go. Um, but what message would you like to give our listeners today? Well, I'd like everyone to realize that there are opportunities out there, that life is what you make it, and you can enjoy just the simple things, simple things. And uh, everyone should should uh, enjoy their life. We all know life is short. It can be short. And you never know what tomorrow will bring. That's very true. So... The wisdom and the brilliance of uh, Sharon Fields on Nomadic Diaries for today. And thank you, listeners. Please um, join us in some of our other episodes as we go through this month and in the future. Normally, we broadcast one podcast a week with a featured guest. And um, we would really love to hear... um, to have you subscribe or listen or give us any feedback that you have. Buenos dias. Thank you for coming. And thank you very much, Sharon, for sharing your journey. Thank you for having me here. And I hope we can can continue to inspire our listeners. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, all.